What up, savages? This is Savannah Coultry, and today I will be your host for the Golden Line podcast. Today I will be discussing one of the many common themes seen within the book Lord of the Flies, Rules and Order. Rules and order are some of the most important themes seen throughout the book. While reading, I notice that as rules and order deteriorate, civilization unravels. In this podcast, I will begin... I will begin by diving in deep to cover the events in each chapter that support this statement. I will also go over symbolism and a little bit of character development. And I will also further relate Lord of the Flies to the human condition by citing occurrences in the book that are similar to events that occurred in the text Stanford Prison Experiment written by Saul McLeod and The Madness of Humanity, Part 3, written by Marcello Glacier. In Chapter 1, on page 16, Piggy states, We can use this to call the others. Have a meeting. They'll come when they hear us. When Piggy says we can use this, he is talking about the conch. This allows us to know that when the conch sounds, the boys know to come to the meeting spot, bringing together the civilization on the island. This response to the conch soon becomes routine for the boys. Another important quote from chapter one is, yet most powerfully, there was the conch. This was wrote on page 22. This statement allows us to see the authority the conch holds over the boys. The boys only voted Ralph because of the power he holds within the conch. In chapter two, we can see that Jack says, we've got to have rules and obey them. After all, we're not savages. When Golding wrote this on page 42, he shows the character development of Jack. Jack wants the boys to have rules and follow them to prevent savagery amongst the boys. Later on throughout the story, we will see that he does not obey rules. Jack also states, we're English, and the English are best at everything, so we've got to do the right things. Golding wrote this on page 42. This quote relates to the Stanford prison experiment because the boys are in their English uniform, so they must act in the stereotypical way that English boys do. They must be the best at everything. They must do the right things. This is similar to how the prison guards acted in a dominant way towards prisoners due to the stereotype that they should act that way towards the prisoners. Another quote is that Piggy partly recovered, pointed to the conch in Ralph's hands, and Jack and Simon fell silent. Golding wrote this on page 34. This shows that the boys are following the rule of holding the conch. Soon this will not be occurring due to the loss of values seen within the Kong. In chapter four on page 62, Golding writes, Roger gathered a handful of stones and began to throw them. Yet there was a space round Henry, perhaps six yards in diameter, into which he dare not throw. Here invisible yet strong was a taboo of the old life. Round the squatting child was the protection of parents and school and policemen and the law. Roger's arm was conditioned by a civilization that knew nothing of him and was in ruins. This shows that Roger was still connected to a civilization unknowing of him, which is why he did not throw the rocks at Henry. However, as inhumanity begins to fill Roger, he no longer fights against his urge to harm harm people. 
This also foreshadows that Roger may eventually harm someone by throwing or hurting someone with rocks. It, Jack also states, for hunting, like in the war, you know, dazzle paint, like things trying to look like something else on page 63. When Jack puts on his dazzle paint, he changes himself into a boy that is savage and ruthless, a boy that hunts and kills. This is similar to Jekyll and Hyde because at one minute he's good and then the next he puts his paint on and he is bad. Soon this new personality will become a part of Jack. This also foreshadows that Jack will become chief because the face painting is similar to how Native American chiefs sometimes wore paint. We also see that Jack looked in astonishment no longer at himself but at an awesome stranger. This would be an example of Jack acting as hate, as hype. You know, fake it till you make it. We also see that behind which Jack hid, liberated from shame and self-consciousness, Golding wrote on page 64. This is Jack's old, normal self. This is an example of Jekyll. Another thing that happens in chapter 4 is that Simon says, no, this is not related to the game, Simon says, but he says, one side's broken. This is unfortunate because Piggy's glasses are broken. And they not only do a harm to his sight, but they also harm his thoughts and opinions. In chapter 5 on page 78, Golding writes in regards to the conch, Exposure to the air had bleached the yellow and pink to near white in transparency. This shows that the conch, which represents the rules and authority of the boys, is now fading. Therefore, the respect and following of rules are fading as well. In chapter 6, Jack states, we don't need the conch anymore. This shows that Jack no longer believes in the conch's importance. Therefore, he no longer believes in the authority the conch provides. On page 100, Golding writes, The circle began to change. It faced out rather than in. This shows that the boys are too busy looking around them to notice the savagery that is happening within them and their society on the island. In chapter 7, Golding writes, This was the divider, the barrier. When Golding writes this, he is talking about the ocean. The ocean symbolizes the distance between the boys and their old life. It also shows the ocean also shows how far the boys are from civilization and how far they must go to get back to civilization. In chapter nine, Jack states the conch doesn't count at this end of the island. More like the rules don't count on this side of the island. The boys do not act like civilized humans. They're acting like savage animals. Golding writes on page 152, it was crying out against the abominable noise, something about a body on the hill. This shows that since there were no rules on this end of the island, the boys were acting in the most ruthless way possible as they knowingly killed an innocent boy. They may have not known that this boy was Simon, but they definitely knew it was a human because it spoke. In chapter 10, Robert states, the chief said we got to challenge everyone. This shows that the boys are no longer civilized because they are willing to challenge everyone who tries to enter their area of the island. 
This relates to the madness of humanity part three because it shows that the boys will do anything Jack, the tribe leader, says. Robert also states he's going to beat Wilfred. He is Jack. Jack never told the boys why he's planning on beating Wilfred. Probably for some absurd reason. He's probably using Wilfred as a punching bag. This relates to the Madness of Humanity Part 3 because the boys easily allow Jack to do things that make no sense at all, no questions asked. Jack also states, they'll try to spoil things we do. This shows that Ralph and his crew will bring rules to Jack's tribe, spoiling the fun they're having. In Chapter 11, Golden writes on page 181, the conch exploded into a thousand white fragments and ceased to exist. The conch, the symbol for rules and authority, has been broken. Rules have officially left the chat. Golding also writes, high overhead, Roger, with a sense of delirious abandonment, leaned all his weight on the lever. This quote allows us to understand that Roger can no longer fight his urge to violently harm someone. This results in him killing Piggy. In chapter 12, Golding writes, This was a savage whose image refused to blend with that ancient picture of a boy in shorts and shirt. This shows that the boys who were once dressed prim and proper are now dirty, wild savages. Golding also wrote, The breaking of the conch and the deaths of Piggy and Simon lay over the island like a vapor. These painted savages would go further and further. This shows that Ralph understands that the boys are too far gone from civilization and will only behave worse. He knows that the boys will potentially kill him. After bringing light to the events in Lord of the Flies that support the idea that as rules in order to deteriorate, civilization unravels. We can better understand the importance of rules and order in society. Although many people, especially children, find rules annoying, they're very useful when trying to keep everyone safe. As we saw in the book, when rules lost their value on the island, all of the boys' lives were put in danger. Simon and Piggy were killed. The boy with the mulberry birthmark was killed. Ralph was almost killed. For all we know, if a civilized adult had not come, the boys may have all ended up dying in a forest fire. This book served as an important reminder that without rules, everyone's lives are at stake.